Lime, duh. Yeah. Oh shit. What up, Jabroniacs? Welcome to an emergency episode of the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I don't know if I've told you this, but I can't say it enough. Angelico, when he comes out and dances like that, it's so sick, dude. I'm so into it, bro. (laughs) Well, we'll get into your bullshit in a second. Uh, That's uh, Nick Tulo, the supermarket, giving you an intro right away since I forgot to introduce you on the main pod. But listen, this is an emergency (laughs) broadcast on. The free main cow podcast feed a day after wow. we put out some other spicy content yesterday. Uh, this is brought to you by our Patreon. If you dig what we're doing, you want more content, you want cow every day of the week, baby. Patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Help us justify our time, baby. Um, uh, support the podcast. Get access to our bonus episode, including our immediate reaction to Winter is Coming last night that we posted. There was a video um that's for patrons also you can see us hanging out with the patrons the patrons got to chime in as well uh big thanks to all the patrons who came out after the show um and then also our main episodes out right now tons of stuff also uh tlc we'll be hanging out in the cow zoom thunderdome on uh, december 20th uh for patrons at the ten dollar level we'll be watching tlc together which is shaping up to be a nice card but anyway this is an emergency an, an, an emergency broadcast of the cow pod because uh jesus man what a big night last night was for pro wrestling the twitter verse is going wild the wrestler wrestling verse is going wild and it actually um like a beautifully told wrestling story in especially in these work shoot indie times in wrestling whatever you want to call it um this was more like not just something you watch this is more of like an onion and we're watching a, a big plan be uh uh, uh, peeled, baby, and there's layers. There's layers to it, baby, just like ogres, you know. And so there's a lot. There's actually like a lot more to think about um, than hits the eye um, from last night's really perfect work of the wrestling verse. And so uh, yeah, I got two low here. We're dancing out to the Angelico. Uh, uh, <laughs> so before we get into it and talking about the implications of Sting showing up from Kenny being the champ. And most importantly, really, is the impact uh, crossover, right? Yeah. And what that means. Um, I wanted to say uh, 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 two things. First thing I want to say is that if you watch the video right now, which is posted on the Comedians Wrestling and the Damn Black Attack YouTube page, you can see uh, Tulo looking insanely like Weekend at Birdies right now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he almost looks like hipster Bernie right now. I mean, you know, do that. Honestly, wait, your phone's moving. You, know, dude, you look <laughs> with the Kenny Omega shirt on. <laughs> I, I might be dead. I don't even know if I'm alive right now. Marky <laughs> Kenny. It's unbelievable. Okay, here's the other thing I want to say. We got, got there. an audition right after this. Yeah. And the description of the character I gotta do, I do these virtual auditions now in my house. It's wild. Um, oh, what flavor is that? Lime, duh. 
But it's pretty um, awesome because I don't think auditions are ever going to go back. They're going to start realizing, oh, we can cast like this. Like, it's so yeah. much more cost effective. And, uh-huh. and, and like in L.A. where I will sometimes sit in four hours of traffic to read two lines. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I could do so it literally wild. right next to my bed. I mean, it's yeah. insane. Uh, um, but anyway, just like movies now, you know, the, the Warner, uh, you know, this 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 affects wrestling, but it affects. Right now, we're talking about the value of wrestling because the media landscape is changing, and um, man. All the movies, all the new movies that Time Warner, uh, that you know Warner Brothers is putting out next year, including Crazy. Wonder Woman, Dune, um, like huge movies, Matrix Four, insanely uh-huh. huge movies are going to be you just Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, uh, buy them from your house for probably what thirty bucks they're going to cost. Probably, and uh, if they're going to HBO Max, do you even have to buy them? Are they all going to HBO Max? That's what I heard. I know Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is going to HBO Max, which like. So I don't know. I don't think we come back from that. I don't think, right? And so I wonder if that affects wrestling being a live, will be one of the live events where it has live tickets and pe- there's a lot of reasons to go in person, you know? Uh, I like, think wrestling's going to grow from all this. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I mean, who's ever, who's going to go to a movie theater ever again? I mean, honestly. I, I like. I mean. I love the movie theaters, but in LA gonna, I go to the movies. Me and my wife go to the movies how, sometimes twice a weekend. Like it's a big part that. of our life, you know. But they're not going to be able to sustain because no one's going to. I'm not saying you specifically. I'm saying the mass majority of people aren't going to go to movie theaters anymore. So like, what's going to happen is we're reaching that point where it happens with like so many things. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, once it becomes dead for a while, it never, you know, it's gone forever. Yeah, it's a you new know, norm. Like, it's hard to put yeah. that genie back in the bottle, right? And like yeah, things yeah. become. It's like there's still <laughs> there's still. Uh, once convenience is unleashed, like there's still a lot of benefit to a Blu-ray, like a Blu-ray now with the like you know with the 4K uh, uh, remastering they're doing, like if you get a Blu-ray and you put that on over streaming a movie, you'll be like, wow, this quality is fucking insane. And then yeah. you're actually most of the time bringing your TV up to its actual capabilities, which you're not yeah, but- doing when you're streaming. But at the same time, convenience is king, you know? Yeah. And, and so- also everything streams in like 4K now anyway. Like you can get like some of the best big, big movies. All those movies that are come, come on HBO Max are all going to be in 4K. It's like whatever. Right. But yeah. Well, not to mention the implications of like, okay, but think about how crazy our lives were before the pandemic. <laughs> not us specifically because you and I are just man babies. But like, right. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about people who have children in like multiple schools. Um, commute right. to Manhattan to fucking yeah. do, do stocks. And yeah. whatnot, right? Like these people are living insane existences. You think they're ever going back to the movie theater? You think these no. people are ever are are ever gonna be like, oh, I gotta take my kid to Monday Night Raw? They're probably gonna be, we can watch Monday Night Raw in the living room, <laughs> like from the Thunderdome. Like, they, like the implications of this are 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 gonna be big. Like, doesn't mean people are not gonna go to live events, but I would not be shocked if a lot of rows are now virtual at events. You know what I mean? Oh my God! I'm like not rows of seats that. stay virtual. Right, because if you can make money like that, you can make you can put. Because who cares if they're even in the seat? You know, like you know what I mean? It's kind of like crazy. You might be able to sit multiple seats in the same spot for less money. You make more money. I'm just saying the implications here. When you establish something as a new norm, I mean, it's in crazy, and and it will affect wrestling. 
There were a lot of people in Daly's. It's not my last point night. at all, by the way. I know, that's the reason we did this emergency thing. pod is because, yeah, yeah. man, like I don't know where this all goes, and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's Sting. Well, you got to credit yeah. Sting. Sting yeah. showing up is 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 in the middle catalyst. of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic, probably very much uh, at risk, like you know, of getting it. Uh, you know what I call Sting dying. now, though. I mean. Oh, St. Nick, man. He's back. Yeah, St. Nick Sting, Winter Sting. Uh, <laughs> well, I will say this. White Walker like, Sting. To transition from talking about like live events and stuff, I mean, there were a ton of people in Daly's place last night. I wonder how many people actually did they. We get that. I mean, I'm sure that's not a number that they're going to release, but we're literally it, rising back up in our p- pandemic again. And uh, we're just, you know. They're That's talking Florida, about selling there's tickets. No, there's no rules okay. in Florida. No I just I, listen. I'm just saying. It's like, all right, we're. I mean, some places are still trying to make it work. <laughs> yeah, well, the there's, always, there's always money in selling tickets. Obviously, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. But here was my point about this audition. Yeah. So, all right, let me read you the part. Right yeah. now, all right. So the 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 the, uh, the description is: he should look like a mechanic, guy who works in a tire store, blue collar, <laughs> but he's not too confident or cool. Okay, so okay, let me say, let me ask you something. Can I rock the slither? <laughs> you think I can rock yeah. this? The slither? Uh, uh, this is a mechanic. A guy would wear this. Uh, I, can, I can sneak Randy Orton merch into my audition today. Wow, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe put like a button down underneath it or something, or like. Uh... <laughs> okay, I won't wear it. I was thinking maybe a mechanic. You would arms out, but maybe it's too cool, right? Might mechanic cool. should be yeah. Mechanic should be like a button up, like a like shitty looking button up or something, right? All right, fine. You're no fun, man. Right. Um, but I mean, listen. If you don't give a fuck, rock the fucking Slither merch. I mean, obviously. All right. Thanks, Bernie. All right. So I got that out of the way. I also did a fun thing this uh, today. I um, I did a little uh, wrestling trivia game show for uh, College Humor for Dropout. Stick. Um, it was a really good time. Really. I don't know when it comes out. I'll let you guys know when it comes out. Tough, right? But really tough questions. Yeah, it's I like know, the, man. Really, really tough questions, but I had a fucking blast. Got a bunch. I got a bunch right. But I actually was arguing with the host a bunch. You'll check it out. Um, Yo, uh, Sean Ross from Fightful does is like. I mean, I think he might be the biggest wrestling mark I've ever encountered in my life. The guy knows so much, and he's really good at his job, dude. That guy goes on those quiz shows, and he knows everything about wrestling. Everything. It's insane. I thought I'm a mark. I'm like a mark right. in a whole different way. This is a whole level of another mark of how much people actually know. It's really incredible. Oh, yeah. Always blown it, away. These questions are really fucking tough. I mean, I got all the ones that like you guys would get, but yeah. Uh, 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 it, it, but yeah, they had a couple. Of, but this was more like these questions are more. You guys will see it, but it's more about the nuance. It's more about like catching the wording mm-hmm. of something. It was really small, but that's why I would argue, you know. Um, gotcha. Like one nuance we got into, I'll give you a little tease, but this is, I don't think they would care if I said this, but like one thing was like we were arguing over um, if her name is Charlotte or Charlotte Flair, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in kayfabe. And I was, I was, I was wrong in that. I'll just say yeah. I was wrong on that side of it. I was arguing for a point, but now I think about it, I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll see that when you get anyway i see that's more of a preview for that for 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 that show but that was a really fun thing anyway tulo you came at me in your show you're right now rocking the kenny omega the cleaner um right. terminator shirt right. my favorite wrestler in the whole world kenny omega i mean <laughs> can we talk about this yeah dude do you have something to I, say about this i do 
Um, I have something to know, say about it, but I want you to go first. Kenny Omega, pretty, by the way, if you haven't seen yet, he won the AEW <laughs> title last night um, in right. what many are calling the uh, Impact Screwjob. <laughs> and yeah. um, and uh, uh, Tilo, you've been a, a heavy critic of Kenny Omega. To be honest, most people I know have. If you go through my yeah. text chain, anyone who texts me about wrestling is not innocent. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. That's and except for, to be honest, there's one guy who... Who, who really did a nice job, but he's very good at this because he's a sneak and covering his bases. His name's Jason Shabiro. Shabiro, who always said, don't underestimate Kenny, um, uh, which I always said as well. But Tula, what are your thoughts on Kenny Omega as of today? You're wearing a Kenny Omega shirt. I mean, everybody knows I'm the supermark. So it's like, man, when when nights like last night happened where I just get so fucking worked and I get blindsided by wrestling and how awesome wrestling can be. Like last night, I forgot who tweeted it. Oh, it was uh, uh, one of the guys from the new tag teams, Bowens, uh, Anthony Bowens, uh, tweeted last night was like the like the top level of pro wrestling. Like last night was pro wrestling, and it was such a good example because I didn't see it coming. And like Kenny does this and is so good at this. He gets you to like think like I don't get it. I don't get this guy. What's the whole big deal? He's just, I mean, he just constantly puts on great matches, but like nothing about him is ever interesting. And he lulls you to sleep until you're pissed at him and you're yelling about his pants every week. And you're telling him that he's like wasting his time. And of course this is Kenny. And then out of nowhere, he fucking does something like this. And you're like, God fucking damn it. Kenny's the greatest wrestler in the fucking whole world. (laughs) Every single time. Like I remember, I can't well, Shebs made the point on here. I just want to point out Shebs, uh, and thanks to a bunch of people becoming patrons today. I just want to thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Like, wow, nice. Um, uh, uh, you know, because it, uh, I, I, I would like to put out more and more content. So that's like, if you want more cow, if you want to hear us talk about wrestling more, especially as to be honest, Impact's yeah. now going to become a relevant show. I'm into yeah. maybe making an Impact show weekly. Uh, the AEW is going to put up so like. We'll put out more content the more you guys support us. You know, listen. Uh, um, I'm looking to do this. Agree. I'm looking to do this every day of my life. So yeah. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, we're probably gonna starting on Sunday. Like for a solid week, we're gonna just do a lot. We're gonna put out a lot of content because we have to. I mean, it's, yeah. So it, we need to. Too we need low, to know sorry, what's going on. I'm interrupting you, but uh, and you were making yeah. some cool points. I'm sorry, but I, I just yeah. want to say that. Um, Tulo and I are, are going to go, like, over this next week, we're going to go on a content smashing tour. Um, <laughs> it, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing war games. Um, you know, we're, we're, we'll put out emergency episodes. We're going to do an impact episode, obviously. We might come mm-hmm. on right after Raw next week. Who fucking knows? Uh, this is kind of the content. We're, honestly, this is called the experiment of quantity for you guys, mm-hmm. is that if we blast you guys with uh, content uh, yeah. and uh, show us some love, and the only way yeah. to do it is Patreon. Up your donation on Patreon contribution, and um, uh, and also uh, become a patron if you're not a patron. Just go Patreon.com/slash Comedians Wrestling. Think about it, you're supporting us. We're independent artists. You know, mm-hmm. we do this on our own. And um, stuff your money will go to, by the way, on the pod is that like I'm trying to get too low a new microphone, like stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it goes a lot of the money. Your money goes into making the show better as well. So, anyway. Um, and also let's, you know, everybody donate to the pod because 
Let's make this my job. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to audition to be a mechanic anymore because you got. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, to I be honest, be it, I'll never motiv- stop do being a mechanic. It, it motivates me to fucking watch wrestling every week and come back and put put out fucking content because honestly, the people want it. So you're just gonna keep giving it. I mean, like this is undeniable right now. We have to be like I was up till three o'clock in the morning last night. I couldn't absorb enough of what was going on. I felt like a little kid on Christmas. Like I was just given PS five and I'm going to just stay up all night and just play the new Spider-Man game. That's what it felt like. I was like, I'm just going to stay up all night and talk wrestling to whoever wants to talk wrestling with me. And if you were a part of that, thank you. Last night you were insane. I mean, last night it was amazing. Tulo, I'll try to give you some insight into Tulo. Last night, how barky we are on this plot. Last night, Tulo really is texting me like, yo, I'm not going to sleep. I can't like he couldn't go to sleep. Uh, yeah. He couldn't go to sleep last night because his juices were flowing way too high from mm. uh, 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 all the Sweet Street Pro wrestling action. I mean, okay, let's try to peel all this back. So, in terms of the landscape of pro wrestling, right? And, and we'll go back to talking about Kenny because it'll tie in because I do have a lot more to say about Kenny. And one thing I want to say before, I don't want to forget to say this during the pod, mm. is Tulo, I completely support you going totally 180 on Kenny Omega. You, it goes back to my whole thesis on wrestling. You don't need to be – that's not like, uh, like, uh, like the socks when they were in their curse years. I don't, that's sports bullshit. And, you know, you I have know. a, I have a – I have a Not changing my lifestyle. You know, I don't care about that. I think right now, also in wrestling, there's times where stuff's not working uh, because it's like the same thing as your favorite. It's more like, right. not sports bullshit, it's more like every director, every writer of movies mm-hmm. puts out a shit movie. Okay? Everyone, uh, um, you know, uh, I was listening to my buddy Pat Walsh and Joe DeRosa. They have a great podcast called We'll See You in Hell. Um, and they talk about horror films and they kind of get into genre films. And they're always like, you know, right? They were talking about, uh, um, what's his name? Dave Cronenberg, who made The Fly, which is like an incredible movie. And then they were talking about his shit movies also. You're like, everybody yeah. makes shit when they're making artists. So I feel like this thing where it's like, oh, you're criticizing. I feel like everyone's lens is way off. Wrestlers should be. That's why I always applaud when wrestlers try shit. It gets really tricky in WWE because in WWE, they're not really trying stuff. They're, they're actors for Vince's script. So it's like when you're criticizing a wrestler, more than 60% of what you're saying, and we can argue about the percentage, but honestly, who cares? 50, whatever, yeah. 30, who gives a shit? You're criticizing the, the writing of Vince McMahon, right? Correct. But the cool thing about AEW and maybe we're getting worked. I don't actually know their creative process over there, but from what we hear is it feels like you're criticizing Kenny. Kenny has a lot of autonomy, and it felt like you were actually being like, Kenny, I don't like what you're up to right now. So then when he turns it around and what he did is cool in spite of what he did that you didn't like, that's perfect wrestling. That's the zone where I'm looking to watch wrestling. That's our artistic freedom of, of wrestling, where Tony Khan, just like Vince, they are a vessel for the voice of their artists, which are these pro wrestlers. Tulo? Uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. That's my lane. That's where I'm always at. And that's why when AEW fans like come at me so aggressively when I'm just being honest with saying that, hey, listen, I was literally turned that show off last night. I was, I just, I'm like, man, there's no effort oh, here. good for you. And 
And I was like, I, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, man, they're just letting me down so much right yeah. now. I was expecting like this, like this awesome looking set. I was honestly thinking there was going to be snow before the snow even came out. They didn't give me any of that. They just kind of downplayed it. It felt like a ripoff of Game Dude, of Thrones. I forgot that it snow like, machines are a thing. Yeah, I knew, I knew it. I mean, I, I lived in California would... so long that I forgot about like you know they make artificial yeah. snow and the and concept has artificial snow ever been used in pro wrestling in the past. I don't know because they've never done it like truly outside in the cold like that, right? So I, I actually don't know. I mean, maybe there is an example or not, but like, what a like that was snow, right? Dude. That was like a snowblower. That was not like yeah. that was like no, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, it, they had they had them over the. the it the wasn't tunnels. paper though, right? It looked no, like it snow. Real, it was real it was, snow. It was it was an actual snow machine. They were blowing and that's why snow. they kept talking about the temperature, right? And because they were like, we can make snow. It's cold enough because it was like forty something degrees. Forty two. Not freezing. Yeah. It's not freezing, but it's cold enough to make fake snow. It just won't stick, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When when it, the ideal temperatures to create snow, because I go snowboarding, it has to drop below freezing, and once it does, then like you can blow as much snow as you want. It will stick. It's it's like perfect. Last night was just more of a decoration thing. You can do that indoors anywhere. If it's sixty degrees in there, they could they could have did it. They, that's so the, the kind of machine. Can, that they, it'll just melt. The machine will there. blow snow anywhere. Yeah, they got they have a whole fucking thing going. Right. So um, that's that's the kind of insight we get from Tula, who's a, 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 uh, who's uh, designed events, worked on events. Yeah, right? I've I've had snow machines at events before. In they people wanted to do snow, Christmas in June, you know, and then we just blow snow in the middle of their event. Um, it pays to have money. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, Tony Khan's blowing snow. Yeah. I mean, I right. hope he was so doing I, coke in the back. By the way, one thing about oh man, I keep saying shit, but I just want to say about Tony Khan for a second. His, I, I want to give you credit for last night. Sorry, I fuck, I'm go, on a tear go, right now. Go, 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 go. Like, go. I want to say, obviously, you let me go when I say I want to give you some credit. Yeah. We were criticizing you heavily on the Patreon episode because you get so caught up in the production value of AEW. That I agree. Like that, that I stay, I stick with that because ultimately, I'm like, I don't care. Like, there's a lot of great points that you could make to criticize the show last night, right? Like, when everybody, when Kenny was running through the locker room at the end, like in the heist, you're like, why is everybody like just perfectly choreographed, like four feet away from him? Like, they can't make that look better. Like, there's there's production things that like yeah. I would that I would improve. You know what I mean? That all being said, um, uh, 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 that that uh, that that being said, there are production things that like they should nail that I'm not sure why they don't know nail. Like, why do we just see like the shortest glimpse of Tony Khan? Like, all, like right in the side. Like, why can we get him with a full shot ever? Like, why, why, yeah. why? You know, not not that he needs know. to be a character on the show, but like walking past him should be a big deal. They talk about him in the show. He, he might not like want to be on camera, but like. Sorry, the announcers are talking about you, and it's like that's the first rule of anything. Like if it's that's Chekhov's gun. Like if you're gonna talk bro, about something, we need to I see don't, it. Dude, bro, there's so many layers to this. I don't even know what I'm like. What's going on is because now I'm like digging. Like so, part of me being up all night. Like I love that shot of Tony. I thought that was Tony Khan's best moment in AEW history. They did it before with the Bucks, big foul. Like they right. threw the money at him. Like ah, but this one was like. He was like yelling and screaming. It's chaos. You don't know what's going on. And then you kind of like, this is me being you up till three o'clock in the morning. Screaming. Maybe the only show I saw of him was him. Kenny walked by him very quickly. I know. He was like, he was like said something. I, I like rewound it 10 times and turned my volume up. I can't hear what he's screaming about, but he's saying something. Cause then in my deep dive up until three o'clock in the morning, yeah, I'm yeah, seeing, this is, this is too I'm, low I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing tweets from 
on Twitter. At Tiptoe with Tulo. At Tiptoe with Tulo on Twitter. I'm going crazy. Um, I see, like, Don Callis, and he's tweeting about, like, how, like, AEW screwed AEW. Oh, and how And people are saying. By the way, AEW screwed AEW. One of my guys. One of my guys. One of my guys. (laughs) I mean, the timing of that, everything. Don Callis, honestly. I'm pretty sure I feel safe to make him one of my guys. <laughs> Just for his flower exploding. <laughs> what a prop. I, like, marked out for that so much last night. Hold um, on one second. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Too, I'm yeah, going to yeah, mute yeah. myself. Keep going. Keep going. I'm going to mute myself for a second. Well, here's one thing I just want to point out. This is where AEW really needs to um, keep my trust. We talk about trust. I trust AEW to do the right things. Meaning, for example, Sting is back, um, and I trust they're going to do something cool with them because of how they've used their other legends. Um, Correct. Their title runs have been really – they treat their title with a lot of respect. So, I, uh, 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 so it makes me trust it. Here's an example of something that I will be keeping track of, and this will matter for the integrity of AEW. They treated Kenny hitting – um, mocks with a foreign object as like a major steal, right? It was like yeah. a, like everyone was outraged by it. Uh-huh. That has to stay in canon, right? Because hitting somebody with a foreign object is not that big of a deal. Um, like it happens a lot. As a matter of fact, in that match, they were throwing it to heaters, <laughs> throwing it to cement, right? But if it's like there, if it is this thing where if you're having a match. And Kenny did set it up nicely because he said, I want to have a wrestling match with you, but he had no problem cheating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I want it to be like, man, the, those title shots are held to such a high level that everybody it, it lives by this honor code in AEW where, like, you don't cheat in a title shot. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Because yeah. otherwise it makes no sense. Why did everybody – that's never happened before. There's been countless – I mean, I, I have to go through it, but, like, what title shots have there been without the – like, okay, um, Moxley hit uh, – Moxley used the paradigm shift when he wasn't supposed to. That, that's a bad example because – I mean, it's all broke, is... He busted out the ring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what? I'm trying to think of other matches where like guys have have uh, essentially cheated in a title shot, every, a title match. Every every match, Roman Reigns just did it recently. Low blowed fucking no, whoever it was. I'm talking about in AEW though. Oh, AEW. Oh, well, I'm talking about in, in the universe of AEW because one thing that AEW did last night successfully that, uh, like I said, NXT wishes they were able to do, and more importantly, honestly, even current WWE. I mean, they have it like. WB will always be okay because first off, they could sell out huge arenas. The production value is insane. They can bust out guys like Edge anytime or whatever. But like, and you can always have Drew, Randy. You got guys like that in the machine of WB. Put those guys in on these face to face, and like, it feels fucking huge, right? Mm-hmm. And that's great. That's what we want from WB. But AEW was able to make last night feel like a big time main event. Like it felt like the whole locker room was watching. This match was like it highly anticipated. Like wow, we are here, and it was just yeah. you have to remind everybody it was just their Wednesday night time slot. They didn't even right. go over on time, you know. So like they said they would. So like if they could keep that going and keep the uh, integrity and the intensity of these title shots, like when the title is on the line, 
Everyone is waiting with bated breath. And for Kenny to do that, mine, I really hope they can keep that. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it matters who is champion. Like, you know? Like, so obviously, everybody respected, felt like everybody respected Mox as champ. Like, everybody liked AEW as Mox as champ, right? And that the fact that Kenny took that away from all of them and cheated to win, it makes everybody really mad at Kenny, right? <sighs> and also the fact that he's working with Don Callis. So what the fuck does this all mean? He's going to impact with that title. They just hijacked the title. Like the whole thing that I was up until three o'clock in the morning too, is that like they, they made Tony Khan look like a sucker. They suckered him. They knew he had the money. They knew he was the one to go after. They knew he would be the one to like start this company, create the best title in the world. And they just stole it from him. Yeah. Oh, by the and, way, I just want to thank because he's, go, he's gullible here, in the mark. I just want to thank Laura Steinberg and Andrew Light. Both became patrons while we've been recording. Holy um, shit! Uh, 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 thanks for supporting the podcast, guys. I appreciate it. You don't you don't know what it means to me. You guys to like. I, I think we're doing something special here. So when people fucking yeah. when you show me that, it's huge. Anyway, uh, I'm feeling grateful today. I don't know. Uh, me too. <laughs> but anyway, um, like yeah. Oh man, I had like four like, points and then the, I got distracted. What is well? What is the fucking story? This is so crazy because has this been something that's been well? Can I tell? Oh, I remember my point. Can I just say this? Yeah, go. This ties into what you're saying. If you watch what Kenny did last night and compare it to MJF, you'll see the difference between a guy with potential and a guy who's incredible when it comes <laughs> to pro wrestling. Right? <laughs> I just want to point that out because MJF, I think, is great. And, like, we were talking a lot about him and his future. But if you look at Kenny after he wins and he's walking down the ramp and he's fucking falling all over the place yeah. and he runs out, that's, like, the pro wrestling where it feels almost, like, real. That's the kind of heel work that feels like like, like real slime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, like... Sometimes MJF falls into just like classic 80s heel work where it's just like, what are you guys, a bunch of virgins? You know? Yeah. And you're like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, I'm not even sure how you get it. Like, Jericho's like perfect. And I think MJF will get there. But Kenny last night, you had this feeling of like when he was, his hair, I mean, it was like just a close up on the back of his head, what it felt like. And Don Cowell is just like walking with him and he can barely, he doesn't even know where he is, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, Man, there's just so many fucking layers to this. It's crazy. By the way, I didn't notice it until I was rewatching it back. But yeah. that if there's what one, one thing that AEW is terrible at is that they cannot fucking get away from when the blade is being handed from the referee to the to the guy, and when <laughs> when the actual I'll never I'll never going, care about that personally. Bro, I I, mean, I love it. I, I was watching it back. I'm like, first of all, that referee. The guy that – oh, he's so bad. Those refs are terrible. Uh, this guy is so fucking bad. I'm sorry. Like, he's not – he shouldn't be the ref in that main event. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he's always botching some kind of spot. He just clearly handing on camera mocks the fucking razor. Like, anyway, but this this transition of Kenny is – how long has is, is this been the plan, like, honestly, all along? Like, honestly. Like, I mean, like – yes. It you think been. yes, you because you think, think about how long an impact no, deal takes on. to make. Okay, so you think that the plan was all right? 
Uh, Kenny's not going to win and he's not going to lose a match probably for like forever. And then he's going to get his chance. He's going to win his tournament. He's going to earn his way to the title shot. And we're just going to steal the title and then make this deal with impact. And, and no, no, like, you- I, I think it's like, it's like halfway. It's like the idea for a long time was to keep Kenny strong, but not stealing the show and build up, not build the show around Kenny so that the rest of the guys can rise. Right. And like, I, that that is true, and they did it really carefully because he didn't he didn't he didn't uh, dude Hangman Page uh, I, he, he he I I believe that his role was that now he knew he purposely stayed away from the title picture for a while he lost to Moxley at, at his own game mind you and I think they definitely were like we're not gonna push Kenny until the moment feels right I I believe dude, that dude Don Callis steals. The fucking show here on in this segment, dude. He is there. He he's he looks so unlikable, doesn't dude. he? Oh, he's like this, this like fucking bald old guy. Scheming, dude. <laughs> when I saw that dude pop up the first time when he was with for Kenny, I was like, man, I don't like this guy's fucking face. I don't like him at all. He's out there to do something, dude. It's oh, man, what I like. I didn't even, I'm not even really too familiar with Don Callis because I never got into Impact and TNA. So I, I don't even know what – this is what's making me more excited is because I'm seeing all the different layers to the shit that's happening. And I'm like, yo, what does this mean? Tulo, I got like, an emergency here. Yes. I just want to say that uh, I want to – I, I got I to congratulate um, – Stephanie Dittman, uh, Jabroniak and Petroniak. I want to congratulate wow. her. She said – uh, man, she said, Wardlow's on the newest episode of AEW Restricted. And let me tell you, after hearing his voice, he is more than ever one of my guys, Wardlow. That's our first person wow. making Wardlow one of their guys. Um, congratulations. And by the way, if you want us to announce someone that's uh, one of your guys on this podcast, uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and write in a wrestler who's one of your guys. Make sure to write your name. In there, and we'll congratulate you with a little fireworks display. Uh, I'm gonna be picking up this Sting hat. <laughs> Tulo, what do you think of me picking up this Sting hat? Go for it, man. So they made an announcement that the Sting T-shirt like was the fastest the highest, selling, fastest <laughs> in 24 hours, and it wasn't even 24 hours. It was still 12 hours it happened. So, um, great success. I mean, I mean, this the head feels like a no. Uh, this kind of feels like a no-brainer purchase. Does it have the Sting face logo, or does it have like a Scorpion logo? No, it's the Sting face with the cross bats and with it's the bats, Sting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like kind of a no-brainer. I'll tell you why. Because it looks like a uh, like I said this before. It looks like a a uh, minor league uh, NHL team. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. it's so funny to wear like that's my favorite team, the Stings. <laughs> <laughs> I think on your hat. Uh, I love when people think wrestling stuff is sports stuff. That's my zone. Um, the, Stinger, the Stingers would be a great fucking team then. I'm sure. It exists, Come on, man. Stinger! It's Oh, it's a snapback also. I love a snapback hat. Um, Come on, Stinger! Anyway, too low. So, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're talking about the fact that I – when was the last time – let's put this in perspective for you. These are huge men. When was the last time you watched an episode of Impact? I actually had it on the other day just because it's, I said it on this week's pod, yeah. which was came out today or yesterday or whatever. But I said it. I was like, something's going on with Impact. I feel like they're like doing a lot of good stuff over there. I'm seeing Gals and Anderson you did doing say stuff. That. You they did, did the say horns. That. I'll give you credit. Yeah. And I was like, something's, something's going on. I was like, oh, they did the AJ Hornswoggle spot? 
Yeah, they have. They had. They're just doing good. They're like the, the the wrestling seems to be really up there. Like, I mean, and the women's division. What they were doing a te- they get. Oh, what flavor is that? Lime, though. I mean, you finished that first one already. That was like yeah. five minutes ago. Do you know how jacked I am? <laughs> yeah, you need to keep hydrated. Um, I'm yeah, getting, so I'm getting so jacked to the point that I can't. I can't even breathe, bro. Here's something very <laughs> interesting. So I don't know what yeah. this means. I don't know if it's a deal. I don't know if they're cross-branding. I don't know where it's going. But the women's division over there is uh, a huge win for anything that's going to happen where they can use that talent as well, right? Um, and then they also have women's tag team titles. They just do the tag team title tournament that's concluding. Deanna Perrazzo's over there, Jordan Grace. So, like, I don't know what this means. Are Is this mean AW and Impact are going to war? Is this mean that Kenny's part of Impact? Like, I would love the angle where, like, Kenny owns Impact now or something, you know? And he's like, oh, I'm an EVP at AEW, but I'm also, like, a CEO of, of Impact. Like, Callis. Well, I mean, to Tula, him. you're bringing up a great point. It's like they have a lot of nuanced storytelling to pull right now that, that WWE has never really ever been able to pull off. If you want to put it into well, perspective, they've – when ECW showed up, that in, none of that worked. Uh, when they did NXT invasions, it never worked. Um, and you know, it was fun, but it never fully worked. You know, yeah. it never fully made sense. So they have an the opportunity number- here by actually focusing to make something make a lot of sense. Now, uh, I right now they have my trust. We'll see where it goes. The number one thing and the biggest fail that WWE never pulled off. Was the was the club, and I'm telling you right now, I think it's Bullet Club or Bust. I think they're I think they're I think they're going with some kind of Bullet Club. Gallows and Anderson are over there. You have everybody. All the main players are involved. Right. If this allows if this allows NJPW to get involved. Uh, I mean, like the the possibilities are truly endless, and I think that's where I honestly truly believe in my heart is they want to be like we're doing the Bullet Club. We're going to fucking bring it over to AEW, and we're, we're going for it. Tula, can I make a huge prediction here? Yes, go for it. This is, this is actually insane. Yes, okay. go for it. I want to know, how come I have two dogs and I don't have to tend to them at all? I got two yeah, my, dogs. My dog two. has so much fucking anxiety when I record the podcast. <laughs> Yo, it's insane. He's just He doesn't do anything all day. As soon as I start recording the podcast, he goes mental. Mental. <laughs> I got two dogs sitting here. Yeah. Anyway, okay. But, this dog no, no. is insane. He needs everything. I know. Um, listen. Too low. Yeah, what's your prediction? I need to hear this. I'm going to make it a prediction just to be bold and fun. But okay. I do want to have this conversation because I think really we should focus on the macro right now, you know, uh, for fun, you know. But, like, well, everything we do is for fun. Uh, but I have two. I have two points I want to make. You go make your point, and then I think it's around okay. the same thing. So here's so the deal: ahead. it's like I have a bold prediction that I think that this will kill NXT as a show on USA. Okay, well, I said it last. I, I was worried about it last night. Genuinely, I, I, I think I think maybe I'm being a huge mark, and if I am, oh, good, good for, for me. You. Because who cares? I love being a big mark. I, I wear that with a badge of honor. I, I think it's very fun. But, you know, maybe long term I'm just getting caught up in the fun of right now and I'm being impulsive. But the the disconnect between 
NXT is a television show mm -hmm. and the main roster, mm -hmm. I think will make NXT less attractive to up-and-coming talent. And I, I also think that as a television show, its ratings are dwindling. I don't know how they – I mean, not dwindling. They're staying fine. But, like, listen, I, I haven't looked at the ratings. Can we? I'm actually going to look – next time you speak, I'm going to Google it. But I want to look at what last night was compared to NXT last night. But I doubt okay. anybody was walking NXT last night. And I bet, like, next week people are going to tune into Impact. And if they can make this thing catch on, I really well, think NXT becomes – very, very unnecessary of a well, show. Here, it becomes a place for back to its development tour territory. Right. And if well, you so go let me back on the it. network. Now, let me see. There's always a place for so, it because it essentially is, it is the performance center, the television show. But as its own brand, WWE's right. been killing it for, for let me killing it. Let and me, I don't mean killing it like doing a good job. I mean, Vince McMahon has been smothering it good. for like six months, right? right? Let me build. Now, let me build on that point. So, what. AWs and Impact are about to do is what WWE can't even pull off on their own, which is they have three shows, three separate rosters, and they just booked a huge pay-per-view this this weekend, and they couldn't even tell a compelling story of the of the this dog. They couldn't even tell a compelling story of the three brands having problems with each other and trying to prove that they're the superior superior brand. They can't even fucking do that. And in one night, in one move, all of a sudden we're starting to be like, oh, AEW and, and Impact are about to just start this whole new thing and what it's going to be. And I'm just like, man, I hope in a good way that this lights a fire on the WWE's ass and starts saying, all right, what are we? Because are all these shows separate? Are all these shows one? Do they work together? Because if they don't, then what's the point? Right. You know, um, I'm trying to get. Uh, I'm trying to find the. I, I haven't found it yet. The the. Uh, are here one day ago. I mean, this. I don't think this could be the ratings with the ratings no way. yesterday. Now nah. here, the viewership for pre-Thanksgiving edition. Nah, this is not it. No. I don't see. I don't see anything yet. Uh, maybe they probably broke. Time. They probably broke the numbers. They probably broke the scale. <laughs> um. So but yeah, man, so, like I, mean, I hate to say it because there's a lot of great talents in NXT, but like yesterday, what happened to me in terms of I know I know what it is to be a wrestling fan. I watch right when weeks when you guys are taking off. I still do this podcast. It's like you know, yeah. uh, and I don't mean that to come off in like a oh, good, good for you, good for you. I deserve it. I deserve it. But I mean that I'm in touch with the amount of hours it takes to watch this shit. Correct. And this immediately, if Impact becomes a real show, it immediately makes the impact, uh, ironically, of of NXT less. And it, like my brain's immediately so like, time to bring Ciampa up, time to bring Adam Cole up. You can't have these great talents dying on a show that is becoming more increasingly irrelevant. Because yeah, just, and increasingly more of a development territory for guys who are beyond developed, you know. Uh, to be honest with you, I think they should they should just go back to the formula again and make it developmental and honestly restructure the brands or whatever. Just do something or reorganize your brands to give each show its own identity and style. Like if NXT is going to be that, then guys like Kevin Owens and Ciampa and Gargano and those where those those guys should live. If you want the big boys, you put Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, all those other guys on the other shows, have them intertwine and just go back to the formula that works. You know, like, Produce good TV shows now. Like, the pressure's on them. Because I'm telling you right now, 
There isn't a happy WWE employee right now. Okay. They're fucking, it must be chaos. Absolute. There's a couple of guys who are happy. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, the the normal few. Um, I'm not talking about wrestlers. I'm talking about everybody else that works for that company. I'm talking about the people behind the scenes because this could be one of those moments where it just is apps. It's, it's gotta be hell. You know, like I could just feel it. Like what are they, this, here's my perfect example. And this brings it to my point. What happened last night? One would sting. We would have known about, uh, would have been leaked four weeks ago. And then a week in advance, we would have been advertised for it because it's been leaked. Okay. That, that surprise would have never happened. And if it happened in WWE, it would have been less impactful. Yeah. Can we admit, can we admit that that was one of the slickest surprises in a long, long time? When, when was the they, last time? They, they did it and, twice. Because yeah, uh, let's be honest, one of the biggest surprises ever was Edge, which we all knew, kind of knew was going to happen. Edge was training. We knew Edge was going to show up. You know, we weren't sure, but Sting coming to AEW is complete it twice. blindside. Twice. They did it twice because how does the information about TNA uh, impact and, and AEW not get leaked? I mean, like, not a single inside source, no one. Had that, like, that's, I mean, that shit doesn't happen nowadays. Like, that stuff gets put onto the internet immediately. There's some kind of rumor, something's coming down. I mean, listen, I've, what did I say about AEW for a long time? I said one of the biggest things they're going to need to do is cross-promote. They're going to need to, I always said, I thought it was NJPW, but this makes way more sense because it's domestic. But I think this, honestly, I think this is the Kenny Omega greatest wrestler of all time tour. And I think he's going everywhere and taking every title. Like, and well, he wants- you know, the more exposure you get, especially in the, like the Latino markets, right? Um, you he's can got bring the triple eight. Yeah, he's got the title. Saying. All right, uh, Tubo, I have a big. Uh, this is breaking news, even though it's not really yeah. breaking news. But I went to order the Sting hat, and I discovered something. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's called the Sting, comma, Justice Flat Bill Snapback. <laughs> Now, there's a chance that Justice is just what they call their hats, the Justice Flatbill Snapback. Well, I'm not sure. go, at Pro go to another hat. I have to go to more Sting merch. But is Sting branding himself as Justice Sting? That'd be interesting. Mm. You know? I mean, well, I, Winter's uh, here. Yeah, I mean, Winter Winter Sting. Um, I still think Winter Sting is... I think they should was his hair? I couldn't. I couldn't tell with the lighting. I was trying to figure out if his hair I was think actually. He dyed go, it, but gray. he kept it whiter. I think he's going for an older. He's doing like, uh, you Raid, know, I, 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 what I was saying is like the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, uh, Sting. It's what we've been dying for in wrestling. Is like yeah. a guy to acknowledge that they're aging. Like it's great storytelling. Everyone mm. loves like I'm. I'm and WWE refuses to do it even with Undertaker. He went out on top, beating a, the best wrestler in the world. Like you know, like um, they refuse to acknowledge that Undertaker was older. And then instead, what he did was he embarrassed himself in matches with Roman Reigns. He embarrassed himself Goldberg. in matches where for years we were like, 
whoa. <laughs> like, we love this guy, but like, whoa. Like, it was putting your hands over your eyes. It was cringeworthy. Instead of being like, my knees don't work. And yet, remember, even in that match, I mean, it was it was so fucking sad to watch Taker. Yeah. That documentary, The Last Ride Dog. I, 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 I mean, Taker should go to AEW. Because, like, it, I'm Yo, saying, like I it was sad to watch of, him. Too low. I'm saying, of, wait, yeah. maybe let me finish the point. This is like, he's like, yeah. to, to watch too low. To, to, too low. To watch Taker in his twilight, <laughs> like, trying to have these five-star matches and recreate yeah. WrestleMania 25. In Saudi I Arabia. understand it. I feel for it. But pull on my emotions. Don't make it awkward, right? Like, what you're doing is making it uncomfortable for us as an audience. But if you play into the fact that, like, you can't get up and like you're trying, you're trying, and you play that up, and we know you're actually stronger the way you're playing in the ring. Yeah, that's smarter. My wife has this joke. Um, one of my wife's stand-up jokes is, uh, she's like, um, Jamie Lee, check her out at the real Jamie Lee, uh, or at really Jamie Lee on Instagram. I think it's different for everything, but um, um, she's an amazing comic, and she said she has this joke that's just like a lot of women. What they do is they like lie about their age by lying down. Right. You know, she's like, what you got to do is you lie up. You say, like, I'm 50 when you're 35. And then people are like, what do you do for your skin? Like, unbelievable. <laughs> walk me through your process. Because when you say, like, I'm 25, people are like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like that's your joke. Right. And that's what Undertaker does in wrestling. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's doing the thing like pretending he's 30. And it's yeah. like, dude, you're not fooling anybody. What you should do is play it like you're old, though. Wonka it. Come out with the walker, right? Come yeah. out with the walker, and then all of a sudden you flip, and you're like, oh, he's back, right? Do what Yoda did. Yoda came on his little on his little cane, right? And then yeah. he rolls, and you're like, oh, he still got it. Because that is he's capable of. I mean, Undertaker's on HGH. He's all juiced up. He can have spurts of incredible moments here and there. But he's trying to go with Roman in his prime. It's ridiculous. Right. And no, so yeah. hope, I hope like Sting doesn't fall into that category. But honestly, I don't think he will because when he was wrestling Triple H and when he was wrestling Rollins, he never it never felt like he was at his. It felt like he was like I'm trying Bro. to have a last go, right? Bro, I'm I'm, and this is what I I kind of caught I'm some. I'm fired man. No, no, no. I caught some. <laughs> I saw, I caught some grief on the pod about last uh, last night, but I was just like you know. I don't want this to be the Sting fucking tour and he's wrestling every night and taking up spots for everybody. If he's wrestling only, a, like if his thing is revolution and he's passing the torch to Darby and he's going to coach or because, you know, AEW's really good. I'm all about it. I, I'm the, Sting returning to me is less about him returning and being a wrestler and more about him returning after he was like out of WD two weeks after the undertaker retired Sting just is like, I'm back, bitches. So I'm more here for the moment and for what Sting is back for and what it does for AEW than actually whatever it is, how he's going to be evolved. Too long. Honestly. I have information. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Two things. First thing, this will answer something you said. His picture on Pro Wrestling Tees looks like very recent. Looks like he took a new picture and put it up in his avatar. And it's his hair is very white. Yes. Um, and so it looks like he's deliberately put up his picture on pro wrestling tees, uh, not dying his hair. Secondly, yep. his shirt is also called justice. So mm. if sting is going for a justice gimmick, that is, uh, I, I like what I'm hearing already. Like yeah. justice sounds like a, that justice sounds like other talent. 
Justice is not for himself. Justice is not self. Is can be well. Justice can be blind. Well, many would say. Uh, but uh, uh, he does. Uh, he does have a knack for showing up when wars are about to start. You know? Are you saying he's like a, a doom bringer? I mean, well, he's the he overwatches the whole thing. He's the crow. He's like you know, he's fucking. He overlooks. He if he's going to restore oh justice. Oh my god, Tula, you said this last night. If we get Darby Allen and Sting both in the rafters together, I, I might just finish in my pants. I mean, I might. Well, <laughs> oh, so this is a point. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, say, congratulations. Uh, I apologize for that, guys. No but, more, Mister Nice Two. So uh, a really awesome moment happened, and I think a lot of people missed, and that was Sting. Got to Darby last. Right. Darby stands up slowly, gets right in his fucking face, no fear. And Sting looks at his non-painted side of his face like this and then goes over to the other side to his painted side of the face. And in my mind, it's, it's Sting asking him, like, are you alive or are you dead, boy? Like, figure it out, son. Like, because I'm going to – I'm either – you're either going to be alive or you're going to be dead. And I, I don't know if it's match against each other or it's under his wing, but if they're both sitting in the rafters restoring justice and we got Sting with the bat and Darby with the skateboard and they just come down to beat people's asses when things get out of control, I'm here for it. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I think it all remains to be seen. What Sting? Yeah. It's all going to come down to what Sting's promo is next Wednesday, right? I mean, it's it's going to say Sting speaks, but what we do know, it seems to be pretty confirmed, is that he signed full time, multi year. So crazy. we're going to see Sting a lot. Like he is on their like they're trying to sell tickets. Like he's part of their he's part of the promotion. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh it's wild when they said multi-year i was like what is going on and then it's like it's like like what what was like shaquille o'neal thing what was that are we just abandoning everything like are we just whatever happened on aw before this is this the new era of it's aw like, now it's, it's like, like yeah it's like if, you know no one well, this, that well, excited well, about that well, the right? season re- the re- season resets in january right Right. I think that's what happens. So I would assume that over the next three weeks, it's going to be pretty chaos and a lot of new things are going to start happening. And then the real business is going to start taking place in January, like right. first episode. So because to AW, that makes a, you know what happens, right? Fucking records get reset. The rankings are, are off. So whoever yeah. starts in January starts fresh. So everybody's on the same page. So, if Sting wants to go for the AEW title, he can. He's just got to win a couple matches, really. You know, one or two. <laughs> well, Tula, I'll say this. Uh, that's really interesting. Um, I, um, I, I, I'm also fine with Sting not needing to build his. Like he's saying, like I'm completely okay. fine if like they find a way to just be like, Sting wants a title shot. He's staying. It's happening. You know. Um, also because, um, like Omega might be like, I want to wrestle Sting, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I want to show him the best in the world. The important yeah. thing with the records is to understand that what records do 
and what WWE really, really struggles with. And if you're fucking listening, WWE, right? Fine, you don't want to hire me. My ideas are too good. (laughs) 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 Then whatever. Listen. What 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 AEW has done, and Tony Khan doesn't kayfabe even in interviews, is they ground the show with these records mattering. We right. know they don't really matter. Um, they matter in the sense of like, here's what's supposed to be happen if this was an actual sports show. Yeah. But because it's a sports entertainment show, we're gonna toss it here and there to make the show more Better. entertainment based, which is why. And why my viral stand-up joke, not to keep going back to it, but it is the greatest point about pro wrestling, honestly. That's why I resonated with the people. Is that, like, yeah. it's not just about who has the best record, right? It's about way more interesting, entertaining shit than that. So it's, like, why I honestly, like, that joke comes from a real place where I'm, like, I'm not that interested in LeBron, personally. Because, to me, he's a guy who now scores more points than Michael Jordan. I know that right. I'm missing a lot of X factors here, but it's why I don't interest it. it doesn't interest me as much. But when you have a guy like, oh, this guy's deal is uh, Randy Orton. Uh, he has intermittent explosive disorder, and <laughs> he has a fake disorder that causes him to not follow the, the rules, even though he has all this talent, like a LeBron. He could do it the regular way, but he can't really control himself. That's what I'm interested in. Or what about a wrestler like Bray Wyatt, who's haunted by his past loss, and is trying to be great and trying to be like rehabilitated, but he's haunt- but his dark side's even darker because of it. You know, like that's what yeah. I'm into. I don't give a shit about. Uh, I don't care about like actual athletic ability. That's random. That's just genetic lottery. You know. Um, yeah, man. But that, that's just me. I mean, but uh, so this is why wrestling. Like this is why we're so pumped is because they're just trying something cool. I think they have no choice but to incorporate Tony Khan into the show more. I, I don't think they have much well, more choice. Well, now it's yeah. going to, I mean, I would assume that whatever is going to happen with this impact stuff, it's, I mean, Tony's going to be an integral part in it. I mean, the stuff that, I, dude, there's a lot of good work going on right now. I mean, uh, they're, they're teasing Mich- uh, fucking, uh, I'm ordering Anderson- that while we do this, by the way. Good, do it. Uh, I, or, you know, I ordered the Kenny shirt, right? Did I announce that yet? Oh no. I, I, I instantly I purchased the Kenny shirt and I, I deemed it as essential merch because I don't think. I think this is going to be one of those moments where you're going to look back and say, damn, that was awesome. And I wish I had that Kenny merch. And you don't. I, um, I agree. I feel like they, uh, this, like this, I don't, Sting's not even one of my guys. No, but like close, just yeah. having like the moment yesterday was so like, it, like, yeah, it is. Like, I love like little totems from moments, memories from moments. Like that sting surprise was like, it got me, man. It got me so good. I, yeah. I had no idea that Sting would show up. As a matter of fact, when you something hilarious, you know, I edit the clips for social media. Uh, check out at Dan Black Attack. Uh, I'm getting pretty good at making, like, taking the show and turning it into, like, little yeah, kind yeah. of, like, GIF form, whatever. Like, you know, a little, uh-huh. like, meme, meme-ish podcast. Little r- real, yeah, like reels. Yeah, like little reels. I'm per- I'm trying to, like, perfect it. Like, I- I'm getting better at it, you know? Yeah, um, they're coming out good. Yeah, yeah, and they're, like, funny. So I had one of sh- me and Shebs talking about Sting on the on the bonus pod last week. And, too, I got one of you coming up, so don't worry. Okay. And uh, 
because <laughs> I cut you out sometimes. Uh, it's more mainly about spacing because these zoom windows are more rectangular. Bro, I don't and it's, care. And it's a long, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a more of a vertical format. But listen, guys, follow me at, at Dan Black Attack. You'll see. Right now, I posted the video of me flipping out about Sting. Uh, it's just a <laughs> super cut of me flipping out about the snow and stuff. I think it was a good time. But also, um, uh, and I'm hanging out next to Sting. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I was editing this video of me and Shebs talking about if if wrestler Sting can fuck as long as 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 Sting the singer from the Police. You know? Oh my god! You like, spoke this into existence. Yeah, and I was Holy like, shit. I started editing it, and then I go like, eh, no one cares about Sting anymore. And then Sting showed up. So <laughs> I'm gonna re-edit that. <laughs> oh like, my god can this thing you, it was like can this thing bang as long as the other thing <laughs> well according to kevin owens whenever you mention a wrestler's, wrestler's name you know during a, a segment their music hits and then they yeah. show up so i mean you kind of did the same thing you mentioned sting on the pod and now he's here man congratulations <sighs> you did it man i spoke him into existence yeah um did. anyway uh yeah uh so yeah, uh, let's talk about impact. So let's just talk about impact for a little bit. Um, I don't watch impact at all. I see impact matches when people tell me to watch it. I mean, not because I'm not interested in impact. I actually like a lot of their talent over there. Um, uh, they have a lot of great talent in, in, in impact. A lot of guys who I'd watch wrestle in PWG and stuff, but you know, there's only so many hours in the week. And as a matter of fact, I actively was like, oh, I got to focus more on main roster just to make the podcast have more appeal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like from a, let's call it quote unquote branding perspective, you know? But now it's interesting because I feel so excited that I have like a really great reason to watch Impact, you know? Right. Especially as my personal interest in NXT has gone like in the toilet, you know? Um, right. um, and, and, and by the way, I just want to say this about NXT. I've been shitting on NXT lately. It's not really about the talent in NXT. There are some great wrestlers in NXT. It's just like since Karrion Cross hit, who's an example of a talent I don't like, um, and, and, and since the pandemic hit, I think NXT's status in WWE has just felt so low that the show has felt like the stakes are very low. The title doesn't feel really that prestigious to me. Um, it feels, you know, it, it doesn't have that feel. And I hope they get that back and I hope they figure that out. It's a lot of, it's also, you know, the the pandemic, the fall of the Velveteen Dream, who was a talent that I really enjoyed. You know, yeah. um, the fall of Riddle and then him going up. Keith Lee, I was buying into Keith Lee. Keith Lee went up. You know, they kind of got gutted. Um, and so... It's not really – there's a lot of great talent in NXT. I don't, I don't – especially the women's division, you know. It's just about that show being – scratching my wrestling uh, itch properly. Yeah, uh, right. And I have to be honest. I'm in a zone where I want to see those guys work out there. I'd rather watch them at TakeOvers quarterly and see them debut on the main roster. Now, uh, um, but that being said, I want to watch more wrestling. So if Impact is a place – where I could scratch my previously filled itch where I was watching NXT on USA. That's pretty exciting to me. <laughs> you know? First of all, uh, right now you you look like you train at Cobra Kai. I'm just like looking at you. You got the fucking sleeveless. <laughs> you got the fucking headband. This is my but, business, uh, Guy. No, yeah, man. I mean, more that than anything. fucking is hilarious in those QuickBooks commercials. 
Oh yeah. The Cobra Kai, uh, the the, uh-huh. the evil guy who yeah, like yeah. Uh, the fucking Koala Kai commercial is so funny. Very good. Very He's good like, stuff. yo, I, I, I he goes support the knee. <laughs> he's like yo i used to be in a bad mood before i got quick folks and now i've yeah. opened the chain cobra kai into koala kai that's come funny. on that's good yeah sorry um nah man yeah i mean i just I, i'm like listen we're, we're throwing a lot of gas up aw's ass right now and i think we also should just be a little reserved because for oh, come on we don't so far. we don't no, no, no. Do I'm I just have saying, to. Fine. We don't know. No, no, no. I'm just. No, I'm you're just, right. You're right. I have no. You are I have right. No idea. I have no idea where this is going. I mean, I, I really don't. I, I don't know how extensive this is going to be. Oh, and the other point was is is Impact going to be AEW's other show? It will Impact be AEW's second show? We talked about I mean, it last night, and people like who are hard, hard, hard AEW marks like Tony Shade, who owns a Dark Order mask that he got yeah. from Dark Order wrestlers, said, yeah, from, no, from that, that's already full happening, the other show. So, no. And, and I tend to believe no. But I would love that because I am trying to I mean, get I would, the efficacy it, of my wrestling hours down, you know? If they make a partnership, right, uh, and you call it AEW Dynamite and then you have AEW Impact, I mean yeah. – I mean, that's a pretty cool partnership to have. I think it just opens up a whole new thing. I mean, or maybe it's... A whole it's new thing. A whole new thing. Impact wrestling on Tuesday night. I told NXT to take Tuesday nights when SmackDown left. But then they chose to go up against a company with a billionaire owner who's so crazy that he'll buy all these Fucking expensive wrestlers and like steak. Tony Khan bought steak. A whole new Tony Khan bought Kenny Omega. Plus gave him equity. Winter is coming and it came all over me. It was fucking steak. (laughs) He brought fucking snow with him to the ring. Fashion. Baby. Yeah, baby. I mean, honestly, did you Tom Tomatonga's out there posting a picture of himself and and uh, fucking tagging Vince McMahon in it, dude? I'm all for it, dude. Let's get fucking. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You want to get crazy? Let's, let's get crazy. Who said that? Kenny said that, right? So, so, so did this Kenny is a, say that? He said, yeah. "You want to get crazy? Let's get." Yeah. He said, "You want to get nuts? Let's." What he Probably. did the Batman line, I, right? He did it. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. By the way, I it's like him. that's like, I fucking love that. I mean, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> like that. Maybe I'm contradicting yeah. myself. But, like, if you go, you want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. Because I love we'll that so much. Hey. Two. Hey. It's the last March last out, baby. Like a fucking idiot. Oh, man. All right, Tulo, uh, there's so much right. to talk about. There's too much to well, talk about. I got to run because I got to get to an audition where I'm playing a mechanic. Um, Tulo, like, anything else you want to say last? And when are we recording next? When, when are we going next? I think after War Games you want to do? War or maybe we do, Games. Maybe we do, maybe we do a, mon- a Monday uh, NXT bonus episode and then Tuesday live reaction at no, we, TNA. I, Sunday night we'll do a post-War Games uh, immediate re- record, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Get, get, so we'll have that next, Sunday. Right, next that'll week be on Patreon. Somewhere. That'll be for patrons on patreon.com yeah. slash comedians wrestling. That'll be on Patreon. Level. We'll do Monday after immediately after Raw. So we'll have Monday yeah. night. Then we'll do Tuesday immediately after Impact. <laughs> 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 well, maybe we do, or and maybe then we Wednesday yeah. we go after AW in NXT. Yeah, and it would that'll be, be the main AW. episode next week. Yeah, because we have to do a live AW because I'm sure after we do TNA and see what happens there or Impact, I keep uh, whatever. Are you committing to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week? I'm all in. Don't back out, bro, because on East Coast, it's way later than for me. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. All right, so next week, Sunday, War Games Patreon episode. Monday, pass Raw, post Raw on the main feed. Tuesday, post Impact uh, on the Patreon. And then post AEW NXT on the main feed. That's the normal in the normal episode slot next week. And yeah. uh, if you dig this, if you dig this, and you want more of this, you feel like spicy. Because historically, when I look at the numbers here, you guys want more content. You know, uh, hit me oh, up. The, the only way to show me that you fucking are like this is dope is sign up for the Patreon. Write me a message to the Patreon. Be like, keep fucking doing it. You know what I mean? And we yeah. will uh, support my disgusting and Tulo's disgusting reckless merch habit. Uh, <laughs> fucking hot. It's called the really... Tulo Microphone Foundation. Yeah, yeah, please, please. I had a fucking, I'm, I had to ask Santa for a fucking laptop so I could start fucking. I in, in these Zoom calls, I can't even see everybody. I, I, it's like I gotta, I gotta, you know. Oh so yeah, we're upgrading. We're upgrading. Oh my god. Anyway, I don't know why we're crying poverty, but uh, folks, uh, maybe we'll edit that out, but probably not because I gotta go audition to be a mechanic. But everybody, Patreon.com/slash means wrestling. Next week we're going. Winter is coming. Winter is here, and we're going full Winter War Games. Actually, next week we're calling the Winter War Games Extravagans. Uh, it's a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday record schedule, and we'll see. Uh, we're trying to boost the Patreon. And by the way, if maybe if we hit a certain number of patrons. Um, maybe we'll have an announcement. Maybe we'll do the annual eight-hour episode, which we've talked nothing about, and it's already December. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll get oh, into it. Big announcement. Someone, someone did ask, "Where is Sting on the?" Uh, uh, Susan asked, "Where is Sting on that list?" Do you have that already readily available? We're gonna. We're, we have to. We gotta talk. We gotta go talk about the list again. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We we you know we go in the list once a year. You know, we look at the list once a year, and um, it's awesome. you know, uh, let's do it. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I can lock down a day before the end of the year and record for eight hours. All straight, right, let's focus so. one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Right. We're focusing on the um, next week winter. The winter war games extravagans, which is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday episode <laughs> every week. Some on Patreon. All and by the way, all episodes on Patreon next week will be at five and up level. Um. Uh, but the Kazoom Thunderdome on the, on December twentieth will be at the ten dollar level. Okay, everybody need, support the pod. We need we need some we need some fucking art for the Winter War Games Extravagans. Someone's <laughs> got to make something for us. I need Winter it. War Games so, Extravagans. If you're out there and you're listening, can we have a Winter War Games Extravagans with the schedule Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so we can post it? And not it's today, not Extravaganza. It's the Extravagans. No. Gons. Yeah. All uh, right. Later, everybody. Keep watching wrestling. We're nuts. Goodbye. Hugs later. Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Thursday when I.